Let's start with the disclaimer. Any views or opinions here are provided for purely informational purposes. Nothing is to be construed as advice of any kind. Any mention of insurance is in no way implying that there is any form of coverage. Welcome to the Ultimate Insurance Agency Podcast. Planet of the Agents. Planet of the Agents. Where we give you the real scoop on being an insurance agent and running an agency. This show is all about helping you focus on earning more money as an agent and building your own insurance empire. Empire. Here's your industry-leading host who has generated tens of thousands of insurance leads. This is Dave Baker. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Planet of the Agents. I am your host, Mr. Insurance Dave Baker. Happy to have you here with me once again. As a usual reminder, make sure to jump over to planetoftheagents.com on the web and sign up for the newsletter where I go in depth a little more and share some of my new findings in the insurance agency business, hopefully bringing something to you that will help you grow your business even more and uh, retain more customers. In fact, that is today's topic, retention. Retention is probably one of the most important things in insurance. Why do I bring this up right now? Well, it's an interesting time. I'm sure we're all dealing with quite a few uh, new situations that we haven't dealt with in the past, and that's okay, because we're gonna get through it together. What is the deal with retention? Well, first of all, I often ask people, isn't one of the reasons that you got into this business because of residuals and the concept of building a book of business? And I would think that everyone would just jump on that and say, yeah, that's one of the financial reasons. I mean, you're not out there selling policies just to process them one time, right? You want to build a clientele, you want to build a book of business. You want to have something that you could maybe pass on to your children or that you could perhaps sell one day for your retirement. There are a lot of reasons. You know, there are a lot of industries where people build a book of business and that book can be really valuable one day. If you're new in the business, you might not be thinking about that at all in terms of selling your business. Or if you work in certain situations where you don't work on commission, sure, it's a little bit different. But if you are a producer, so to speak, or if you are a agency owner, or if you're an independent agent that has, you know, goes through uh, some other entity like a network or something to get to your business, um, sorry, to get to the carriers, then, you know, you might still own that book of business. And one day you might think, I think I'm ready to uh, retire and go fishing or ride a motorcycle across the country or who knows what's going to happen in 20 years for fun. But uh, it's important to have a book of business that has a significant percentage of renewals, right? So keep that in mind. When you look at selling your book, they might ask, what is your retention ratio? That's very important. Now, right now, I think that retention is actually more important than ever. Yes, it's always important. Okay, we can agree on that. But I think right now, during this unique period of time, Retention is just more important than ever because getting new clients, as they say, is more expensive and more difficult than retaining the customers that you already have. And people right now, you agents out there, producers, salespeople, CSRs, whoever works in the sales side of the business, you're probably losing some clients as small businesses close. 
that's through no fault of your own. That's just what's going on. Some businesses are closing, so they're either going to cancel their policies or they might just not renew them. On the personal line side, you might see a big shift in driving habits because people are working from home. So people are now looking for ways to save money on their car insurance. Depending on what state you're in, mileage might be a factor in the rating or the pricing of the insurance. So people might be calling you saying, well, I don't drive to work anymore. I barely drive my car. I just drive on the weekend or I just drive for personal use. So I want my rates to go down. It's a logical thing to hear. You know, people are driving less. There are probably some industries or some people are actually driving more. But for the majority of people, I keep hearing that people are driving less. Uh, depending on where you live, there might still be a ton of traffic, and uh, you have to wonder, well, are people really driving less? But I have talked to countless people who told me now they're working from home, they do video calls all the time, they do Zoom calls or WebEx or other systems they're using to communicate with people, lots of business is being done over the phone. If you run a walk-in type of agency, you might have seen a major shift in your business. And I did talk about that in some previous episodes, but uh, let's stay focused today on retention. So here's the number one thing I want to say when it comes to retention. You can't win them all, okay? No, you can't keep every client. And that's okay. All right, there are going to be some clients that you're going to not be able to retain. I used to, well, back in school when I was part of some clubs, when we were trying to get new members, they would say there are three types of, of people who might join, okay? There's a person who will definitely join. That's the easy one, right? The one who calls you or finds you somehow and says, I need to buy this insurance. I'm going with you. That's it. Let's just wrap it up. It's like a 20-minute phone call. You've spoken to them. You've discussed all the coverages, explained the price. They don't care. They're ready to go. Let's make a move. Second type of person is the definite no. The definite no, they're never going to buy. They're never going to work with you. No matter how much you work to find them exactly what they want, they're just never going to buy it from you. They're constantly shopping it, or there are other factors that are causing them to, say, take forever to make a decision, or they just keep getting back to you or asking for quotes month after month. I'll tell you, I have seen people ask for the same quote for multiple years and never seem to buy it. It's very interesting. Let's talk about the third situation. They used to tell me it was the person on the bubble. The person on the bubble is the one that you need to win over. You need to actually do a little bit of work to show them the value of what you have and to let them know that you're the person to go with for the insurance. So that's the one that's probably the most valuable uh, or the one that's in the most flexible situation. So. Like I said, you can't win them all. You can't keep every client. You're going to keep the clients that are your yes clients that are going to just go to you. They've been with you for many years or they really love you or they love the product. Whatever the reason is, those are great. The ones you probably need to focus on, though, are the ones that are on the bubble, the ones that are in the middle. But here's the thing. There are only so many hours in the day. So you have to decide what you can and cannot focus on. How do you do that? Well, let's talk about one way you can do it. And the reason I bring this up about how many hours there are in the day is because there's a good chance many of the people listening are wearing many hats. You might be, you might be your number one salesperson. 
You might also be your accountant. You might also be your own human resources. You might also be the marketing department. You might be the owner and the assistant and everything in between. But that's just part of being an entrepreneur and part of this industry. At the big companies or the mega agencies, sure, they have someone to handle each thing separately. But that's not what a lot of small business people are dealing with. So like I said, there's so many hours in a day that you can work. So you'll have to decide what you can and cannot focus on when it comes to retention. One way to do that is to look at the value of each policy type, whether it's personal or commercial lines. Now look, this isn't about valuing the person or the client, but about the policy. Obviously, every person is important to you, and we all want to help everybody. I love helping people. I think a lot of people in insurance like helping people. That's why they work with customers. That's why they don't just sit behind a computer all day and perhaps do something where they don't interact with people. But you have to value the policies, okay? One way to do that is to look at how much you're making per policy. There are some commercial lines and personal lines that might pay you literally $20 or $40. And that's only if the customer stays for the whole year. While other policies might pay you hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars. I remember when I used to sell a lot of really small policies and I would get commissions like 20 or 30 or 50 bucks. And then all of a sudden I'd sell one where the commission was like $700. And I would think, wow, why don't I just sell those? Yeah, what a good idea. Why don't I just sell those? Well, obviously it's different. Whatever I was selling was different at the time. So, you know, it wasn't as easy to get those types of customers. But let's focus on the, the retention issue and the valuation of your policies. So, like I said, some policies might pay you 20 to $40. And over what period? Well, that's a year for you to earn that commission, right? Because they could cancel it, there could be a chargeback. And also, you might be putting in a lot of work to sell something that only pays you $20. I hear people talk about micro policies, their micro general liability policies, you've got renter's insurance, you've got you know dirt bike insurance, it might be $150. I've seen uh, motorcycle policies that are $75. Let's pretend you get a 20% commission, although I hear most people say they get between 10 and 15%. You know, that's $15. Wow, $15, huh? After you sell that policy, do you wanna just go online and pre-order that Rolls Royce you've always been wanting? No, probably not. And that's certainly not gonna help you get there. So when you do this, when you look at these details, you might start to realize, maybe I need to reshape what I'm doing. Maybe I need to sell different types of policies. Now, I understand you might say, well, I don't get those types of customers. I understand. That's probably true, but you have to make it happen, okay? If you want customers that only pay $1,000 in commission, or let's say $500 in commission, then you'll need to find out what types of policies those are, and you'll have to figure out a way how to go after those customers. Think outside the box, you know? Step outside of your comfort zone. These are all trendy things that I hear people say all the time. You've gotta step outside your comfort zone and try something new. And at first, it'll feel awkward, but eventually you'll get the hang of it. And if you study up on the product and you understand the industries and the policies or the Whatever it may be, maybe it's maybe it's something like brush area homes. Maybe it's still personal lines. I, it just depends. You know, you might have initially a little bit of difficulty, but over time you might find out, wow, now that I have a good grasp on this and I'm used to doing it, it's a lot better for me. And 
You might spend one hour and make $500, or two hours perhaps, instead of spending an hour or two on something that pays you $20. So that's something I've been thinking about more and more as I, as I look at the type of business that I'm doing, or when I talk to people and they tell me about their struggles or their successes in the business. So there are different ways you can analyze your situation at your agency. First, if you see a trend in cancellations, you got to figure out what and why that particular type of client is canceling. For what reason is that person canceling or that type of client? An example would be restaurants. Clearly, right now, restaurants are having a hard time. So it's logical that there is a macro reason that these are canceling. This is not just you they're canceling with, okay? Restaurants are having hard times in different parts of the country. I know that doesn't apply to every state, but in some locations they're having a tough time. So it's logical they might cancel or just go out of business or go on hiatus or not renew. So that's, that's not directly your fault. On the other hand, let's say you see a group of people is continually canceling with you, but it's something like say, off-road vehicle insurance. We'll use that as an example. Maybe they're canceling their dirt bikes or they're canceling their ATVs, but it's not the season when people would regularly cancel or when they might have a layup period or something like that. So let's say you lose 10 of those policies in a month. You might want to look at that situation and say, well, why are they canceling? Is What is the reason for this cancellation? It's not like something has changed in the world of off-road vehicles, right? I mean, people are still riding their dirt bikes. They're still taking out their ATVs, trying to have a good time. So when that happens, you really need to analyze it and find out what is going on. So you might just need to reach out to the customers. You want to make sure that you have a script in line. You want to have a series of questions, perhaps, such as, was it the price? Is that the reason they're all canceling? Is it the service? Are you not responding to them? Is there a special coverage that they need now that maybe your company doesn't have available or your companies, especially if you're an independent agent, you might have access to multiple carriers or is it something else? See, the thing is you have to ask. I hear too many people tell me they didn't ask. They'll tell me something like, well, someone called to cancel, they canceled five policies today. And I'd say, what happened? They said, well, they said they wanted to cancel. The customer wants to cancel. And I would say, why? And the agent might tell me, well, I, I don't know why. They just said they wanted to cancel. I'm thinking, don't you want to know why? If you're going to break up with someone, don't you think that that person might want to know why you're breaking up with them? I mean, when someone cancels, doesn't it feel to you like they're breaking up with you? It's upsetting. It's like losing a partner. It's like losing your first boyfriend or girlfriend or your spouse. It's like we were a team. I was your agent. You were the client. I was here for you. Now you want to break up with me. It's tough. Now, more importantly than what I just said about seeing a trend in cancellations is that I hope that you have a system for tracking these cancellations. It's probably more important that you're tracking these types of things. Now, when I say a system, I don't mean you have to have some $10,000 a month piece of software. You could just use a free spreadsheet from the internet and make columns and say, well, this person canceled for this reason, they have this type of vehicle or this industry canceled, I keep seeing a certain thing close over and over again. You have to be able to track these things so you know what's going on. And it's not expensive, you don't have to buy any software. There's a lot of great software out there, but you know, right now is not the time most of us wanna jump in and 
spend hundreds of more dollars a month, right? So something to remember also is as you're seeing cancellations, you might want to also ask yourself, well, if this side of this industry is canceling, is there some other business that is actually growing or at least stable that complements this industry or that where I could speak to someone who's making a switch? For example, you might see someone making a switch from being a restaurant to being a food truck. And you might want to let them know, I understand that your restaurant is closing and it's, it's really sad. I'm very sorry to hear that. And I do want you to know if you decide to take your show on the road and turn your business into a food truck, we can still help you. We'll be here for you. So, you know, you could preserve that relationship. And I think it's important. Again, let's go back to the thing I said in the beginning. It is often said to me, and I do agree with this now, that it's harder to get a new client than to retain a current client. This is why retention is so important, especially if you're the type of person who spends money on advertising. You know how expensive it is to get new clients. But here's the thing. I think that most of the small agencies that I talk to are focused primarily on getting new clients all the time. And they're not really focused on making sure their clients renew. I talk to a decent amount of agencies and they'll tell me things like, well, I spend all my money on advertising or I buy leads all the time. And I'll ask them, well, how many of these people stick with you? And I just don't really hear anything after that. They tell me that sometimes they don't have time to work on their commercial renewals simply because they're spending all of their time on new business. And I understand getting new clients is great, but you still want to preserve those customers that you have, right? Maybe dedicate a few hours a week or a certain time on a schedule to focusing on this. And if you have multiple people at your agency, maybe you could get someone really dedicated into client retention. I know that people are always talking about sales, 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 but what if you helped a client renew a policy and then help them with some other line of coverage they might need? When you talk to people, you might be surprised at all of the opportunities you have there when it comes to helping them with their other insurance needs. So the takeaway from this episode is one, retention is important. Two, make sure you have a way to track your cancellations and the reason for the cancellations and the specific types of policies that are being canceled. Again, this could be done easily with a spreadsheet or if you have some great software, take advantage of it. Take advantage of all of the power of your software. Number three, make sure that you understand why people are canceling. Is it the price? Is it the service? Is it the coverage? Is it something else? Number four, make sure that you have some sort of plan in place for retention. I think it's so crucial to have a schedule for commercial policies of how you're going to process the renewals, if you have to process them, or certain schedules for checking in with customers if that's what you want to do. There are a lot of ways to do that, whether it's by email or by phone call. You might not want to check in with every single client, and I understand that but there are some that you're probably going to want to. So make sure that you have a list or some way that you can do that efficiently, right? You don't want to just do something one-off all the time. You want to have an efficient plan where you can focus on running the process rather than constantly trying to decide what the process is. As a quick reminder, I just want to once again mention that you can always send me an email. I can be reached at dave at planetoftheagents.com. It's just Dave, D-A-V-E, at planetoftheagents.com. Please sign up for the newsletter. I am working on finding discounts for our readers and listeners on different services, and I will be sending them out through the newsletter. 
Uh, we do have a new one coming pretty soon, and I'll be excited to uh, share it with you. All right, everybody, I want you to get back out there. You keep growing your business, and right now, you focus on retention. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. I want to take a moment to talk to you about one of the most common questions that I hear. It's how can I offer my clients more products and increase my monthly revenue? Well, one of my favorite ideas is creating a membership club for your agency. The team at startamembershipclub.com can help you with a turnkey system that will create a club for your clients, which will not only help you generate more revenue, but that will also create brand recognition for your agency. Your clients will frequently be reminded of your agency's name and to contact you for their insurance needs each time that they log in. Check out startamembershipclub.com today and use discount code PLANET for 10% off. Thanks for listening to Planet of the Agents. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And head over to our website at planetoftheagents.com to sign up for our newsletter and get even more information on how to grow your insurance agency.